Hello, and welcome to The Porch with Alicia Barlow. Hi, I'm Alicia Barlow, author of The Porch, a place for enjoyment, conversation with people, reflection, and encouragement. Hello, everybody. It's good to be here again. I am here today with Mr. Steve Warren, who is the founder of an organization called Doing What I Can. And this organization goes out and feeds people who are homeless, who are hungry, who are in need. I met Mr. Warren, I guess maybe, maybe a year ago at one of the events here at Possibilities, he and his wife, and he started talking about this organization that he has started. And I tell you, it is just, it's a blessing to see what he has done. I really like the name Doing What I Can. I'm going to ask him to kind of tell us about how he came across that. But I find it so inviting that anyone can do what they can, even children. He has a program where children can decorate the bags. You may not want your three and four-year-old or five-year-old or however old your child may be um, going out to some of the places that he goes, you know. But you want them to know about the population that he provides support for and assists for. And you want them to be involved in that. And so the program that he has where children are able to decorate bags and encourage people through their decorations while they fill the bags with food. Steve, go ahead and kind of just talk about, you know, your, your, your organization. How did you come up with your name and, and why? Uh, Alicia, thanks for for wanting me to uh, have me here to, to share what, what's going on in my life and, and doing what I can. Um, doing what I can really started from an idea um, probably somewhere around 45 years ago. Um, I was living in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, I was a salesman. Uh, so I was out on the streets all the time making sales calls. One afternoon, it was it was middle of summer. It was hot, and I'd stopped to to use a payphone. This was long before cell phones were available, and uh, so so I was sitting in this convenience store parking lot to use the phone, and and I noticed this uh, older gentleman, uh, thin, dirty, blue jeans that were probably four or five, you know, sizes too big for him. But he was digging through a dumpster looking for something to eat. And, and he pulled out what looked like a, a box of church's fried chicken that, that maybe had a few French fries and part of a roll and, and maybe a wing in it, you know. Well, I mean, he just stood right there and started eating. And, and I just thought, it was probably 100 degrees that day. And, and I thought, wow, this is this is a sad state of affairs when somebody's digging in a dumpster and, and, and eating. And, and that's probably the first time that I really noticed, you know, saw someone that was suffering from, from homelessness or, or even hunger. Yes. Um, so I, you know, in, in my, my travels around uh, Dallas and Fort Worth at that time, I, I started noticing people more and more that uh, on the fringes that, you know, back in a parking lot or, or uh, you know, an alley, things like this behind a warehouse, it, it was nothing like we have today. 
But uh, so I, you know, I started giving, you know, a couple of dollars here, a couple of dollars there to people, you know, just, you know, out of sympathy, I guess. Um, and, and then, you know, I, I, I continue to notice people and, 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 you know, give a little bit of money here or there. And, and you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I don't think a couple of dollars here or there really helps anybody. Uh, a lot of times I think it helps the person that is the giver more than the receiver because they feel like they're doing something. Um, so, so, but then, uh, yeah, we fast forward and, and, uh, you know, I've been a friend of Byron's, uh, for, you know, 20 years or so through church. Okay. And, and you and, mentioned Byron. Mm-hmm. Byron is the president here at Possibilities, right. just in case someone says, well, who is Byron? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, so Byron asked me to come uh, to the Possibilities uh, PIP program uh, four years or so ago. And, and he had asked me several times to come to it, and I always had an excuse. Uh, but finally I came, and, and I was just, you know, just overwhelmed with, you know, what people were doing out in our community. And, uh, you know, that I had no idea what was going on. So... So one of the ladies there kind of inspired me. She was making lunches, uh, casseroles in her kitchen at home once a month and going out and, and feeding the, you know, marginally housed homeless in, in her neighborhood. So I thought, wow, I can do something like that. So my wife and I started out uh, in Norman making 25 uh, ham sandwiches, a sack lunch twice a month and going around Norman didn't take long to give out 25 lunches. Uh, and, and this was, you know, four, four years or so ago, but we, uh, yeah, we did that. And then we, we boot, boosted up to 40 and, and, and we just kept building and building. And, and then, uh, uh, you know, the pandemic hit and the church is closed. We'll, we'll do it every Sunday. And, uh, you know, so we, we kept adding on and adding on. And, and, you know, now we're we're doing 160 lunches every Sunday now. And we're doing 96 breakfasts on Wednesday morning now. Do you have specific places that you go to provide those lunches or those breakfasts, the, 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 the breakfasts that you do? We, we uh, you know, of course, there, there's a few of the shelters that we'll go to okay. and, and uh but but generally we go up and down the alleys. We okay. go through parks. Uh, you know, we, we go behind you know strip shopping centers. Okay, uh, and that's kind of what I was saying. That you know some of the places. You know, how did you come up with the, with the word doing your your name? Because I really like that. And and like I said before, it helps to involve a whole family, right? From children to adults. Yep. And you know, you mentioned you go behind alleys and. You know, you go to places that maybe children maybe shouldn't go. Yes, yes. Uh, but you want children to know yes. that about about helping other people. Yeah. And so, so, so now uh, I'll go back to, to the doing what I can name. Um, when we're coming up with, you know, we're, we're, okay, we've got this nonprofit we're putting together and we need to put a name on it. And, and. I had seen people in my life that that gave money, um, you know, materials, whatever, 
to different organizations. And, and I saw over and over in my life that, that people, I felt like they gave for one reason, because they wanted recognition. And they had deep pockets. They could give money that would really make an impact to, you know, whatever the cause was. But, but I just felt like they wouldn't give it unless they got the recognition. And then there's so many people in that are given to those different organizations that, that don't have the money to give big sums. So it came to me, the, the, the story in the Bible about the, the widow lady that gave out of her poverty. And, you know, so she was doing what she could out of her poverty. And the people with all the money were given large amounts and getting all the recognition. So we came up with this name, Doing What I Can, to, to really benefit the people that, that don't have a lot of money, don't have a lot of resources, but want to find a way to help their community and make their community better. And, and now we've got, I mean, we've got people that give us small donations. It adds up. We've got, I've got a couple of retired ladies that, that uh, are, I guess they're shut-ins, that, that I take sacks by and, and put them on their front porch, and, and then they'll decorate them for us, and then they'll text me that they're done, and I'll go back by and pick them up and leave them And some that more. in itself is a blessing okay. because it, it, it really— She's part of—they're part of it as the people that give the big money. Yeah. You know? But then as far as the children— we, we, uh, when we're putting our lunches together, we, we line up the sacks on tables. And, and, you know, so we got 160 sacks there and we're putting one item at a time in. And, and we have families that'll come and they'll have children that, you know, six, seven, eight years old. And, and the mom may be holding this, this, you know, uh, flat of, of peaches. And their daughter is taking one at a time and putting it in a sack. Well, well, that to me, the the mother is teaching her daughter how to give back to the community. You know, it, it's a small thing and it's a slow process. But I just feel if if as parents, as adults, if we can instill in our children the need for giving back to the community, however you can do that. You know, however small or large you can do it, that when these children become adults, it's going to be ingrained in them that I have to give back to my community. Mm -hmm. And our community is going to be so much stronger because of it. So, you know, the the doing what I can is really addressed to the the small donors, the, the people that can come out, you know, and help us for an hour on Sunday, put lunches together. Um, you know, that's the people that, that make it happen, that, that, you know, the boots on the ground, so to speak, that, that are going to get out there and get dirty and get don't, they don't get much recognition, but they're doing what they can. Doing what they, okay, I love it. I love it. And so there's the places that you go, is it just still in Norman or do you kind of go across go Oklahoma City? Norman area? and Oklahoma City. Um, you know, so since we're in Norman, we go through on, on a, uh, on a Sunday, we'll go through Norman uh, several times, drive around town, and, and then we come up to Oklahoma City, and we formed a uh, a pretty good relationship with Joe's Addiction, which is a coffee shop um, in Valley Brook, you know, southeast Oklahoma City. Okay. 
that uh, was really designed and and uh, opened for uh, people that are experiencing homelessness, um, the people that are down and out. Um, I mean, you could go in there and you can get your latte, whatever, you know, just like you do any other coffee shop. But they also have, you know, anybody can come in and get a free cup of coffee anytime. But but what uh, Jamie, the, the lady that runs it, what she has put together there is just amazing because you'll have a, you know, this little coffee shop with maybe 30 or 40, 50 people in there maybe uh, seeking refuge from the heat or from the cold, just, you know, someplace to sit. And, you know, it works. Uh, I mean, there are arguments and conflicts that happen, but generally it's, it just works. And so we we started this relationship several years ago by just pulling in the parking lot where we saw a bunch of people sitting on a Sunday afternoon. And now we can pull in there and uh, we can give out 60, 70, 80 lunches right there. And and there's another instance on doing what I can. There's a couple there that are uh, retirement age plus uh and, and they're what i would say marginally housed probably uh generational poverty probably some alcohol this kind of stuff has come so into you provide their life. to they don't just have to be all homeless no. it could be just people that are down and out yes. that are in need yep we ask one question are you, are hungry? you hungry and that's a yes or a no and if if that is yes I can solve that problem for you right now. You know, if they have a problem of I need housing or I need medical attention or I need a driver's license or I need anything like that, I can't help you, but I can direct you to those resources. But my thing is we're going to provide a meal. We're going to solve this one problem today. Are you hungry? And if you are hungry, I have got a meal here that will probably last you two meals. Okay. So we're going to solve that problem for today. And I'm going to let people that are much more skilled, smarter than me, have more money or whatever, solve all those other problems. We're just going to deal with one thing. Are you hungry? And being hungry is a big thing. It is. It is a big thing. I have never been hungry in my life that I couldn't walk in the kitchen and get something to eat hop in the car and go down and get us, you know, the drive through or something. Never been in that situation where your stomach's growling and there's nothing to eat. And it just breaks my heart to see people that, you know, on a Sunday afternoon and, and they're just so thankful and, and they'll say, oh, I'm so thankful for this. I haven't eaten in two days. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that you can imagine. no. When I think I've already eaten twice today, so it's uh, it, it's humbling. What a blessing it is! Uh, so yeah, and, and you know, I look at these people that God loves them just as much as He loves me or you or any anyone listening to this. That that we're we're all in this together, and uh, I just uh, it just breaks my heart to see people in my community suffering this way. Yeah. 
So people who are listening and who are in the Oklahoma City, Norman, you know, metro area, who are um, maybe wanting to volunteer or donate, how can they get in touch with you? What is it that they can do to support this organization that you have? We've got a, a Facebook page called Doing What I Can. Uh, we've got a website, doingwhaticanok.org. And there's a QR code on the, the website where people can, can donate. And, uh, and I'll just have to say that, that every penny that we get goes into buying food and resources for um, the, the, our neighbors that we're, we're trying to serve. We have no paid employees. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the resources comes out of my pocket, um, which, which I'm more than happy to do. God has blessed me, and I'm just, you know, so thankful that I can bless others uh, as a result of my blessings. So you gave the, your Facebook page and your website page. What if someone has, um, say, food items, they've, they're going to the grocery store and they say, you know what, I remember that doing what I can. I'm just going to pick up some things, but I want to get this to them. Is there a way that they can bring food items to you? And then if they want to volunteer to help with passing out or um, even filling bags or whatever, how can they get in touch with you to, to even do those things? They can get get in touch with me through our website or, or on Facebook. And uh, we meet... Um, on Sunday mornings, um, I say Sunday morning, about 11, 30, 12 o'clock, uh, kind of depends on the group that's, that's coming to help us that day. Uh, some groups come from a church that they go to the early service and they can get there a little earlier. Like this Sunday, uh, I think we're not going to get started until probably 12, 15 because the church that's volunteering, you know, that's their time frame. So generally, you know, we, we get together, uh, Morning Star Storage in, in Norman, which is right off Highway 9, donates the space for us. Okay. So we've got two two spaces that we work out of there. And we can generally get 160 lunches put together and 96 breakfasts minus the sausage and biscuit. Everything's ready um, in about an hour out of 15 minutes. So, so my thing is, is when I ask someone to volunteer, I'm not going to ask them to volunteer more than about an hour because okay. I feel like everybody's busy. Everybody's got things to do, but everybody can volunteer one hour. One hour out of the week. One hour is not a whole lot to ask. And, and you know, because I find, you know, if you ask somebody, can you come help me half a day on Sunday? Nobody wants to help then, yeah. but just give me one hour okay. and, and we can get a lot done in one hour if you're semi-organized yeah. and, and we try to be. But but one thing that, Alicia, that, that, that really bothers me here um, the last couple of months is I'm seeing more and more elderly people out on the streets. Don't know why yeah. that is. You know, whether it's, you know, rent going up or, you know, don't know why. But but it's really troubling to me to see these people, you know, that have most likely worked their whole life, um, you know, raised families, 
and you know, regardless of how they got in this situation, but to see them, um, you know, just sitting over there with no place to go and no one to help them, and and you know, it, it's just it is. It just tugs at your heart. Yes, uh, and, and then you know, I think just how blessed I am um, that I'm not in that situation. Yeah. So that that's that's pretty troubling to me to see uh, our our you know elderly out there suffering. If we all just do what we can, what a much better place this would be. Yes. If we all just do what we can. Just a little. Yeah. Just a little. Wow. Steve, I thank you. Thank you so much for your organization. Thank you for having the the uh, heart to even start what you did, you know, and then sharing it with others so that others can share it with others. Um I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here with me. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you for listening and joining me on the porch. Remember to take time to reflect, share memories, and engage with others on your porch. And I'll meet you here next time on The Porch, your podcast for community conversations. Brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.